You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Danielle Wallace is the storytelling enthused copywriter and content strategist of Chael Media Publishing, where she helps powerhouse brands flip facts into cohesive sales-driven narratives. Danielle is also a former TV reporter who has served communities for nearly a decade in Central and Southeast Alabama. She is a proud graduate of Troy University's Hall School of Journalism and Communication, where she studied broadcast journalism. Over the years, Danielle has immersed herself into the creative world as a contributing writer, self-published author, creative writing instructor for children's and teens, and a digital and print magazine curator for her Christian women's magazine, Memoirs of a Virtuous Woman. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Decoded, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better to grow your business. And today I'm excited because I'm talking about a topic that I may not have covered on the Social Media Decoded podcast before, and that topic is linked in. Do not sleep on LinkedIn. It is a great platform, and I'm so excited to be chatting with Danielle today. Welcome to the show, Danielle. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful, Michelle. Thank you for having me as a guest here. I'm super excited to be part of this conversation today. Yeah, so Danielle, can you tell the people a little bit more about yourself and how you use LinkedIn and what are your thoughts about LinkedIn? Yeah, so I am a copywriter and content strategist of my business called Kayo Media Publishing. And it's where I like to say I help powerhouse brands flip facts into cohesive sales driven narratives. And so, you know, I do all things copywriting and also help people with their content strategy in the form of, um, you know, helping them, you know, include more story driven content into their um, plan and strategy and all that good stuff. And then in terms of LinkedIn, uh, I have been on LinkedIn for quite some time, just like most people We really, you know, the first time I was using LinkedIn was probably what back in college, stuff like that. For me, that was probably about 10 years ago or a little over 10 years ago. Right. And so during that time, it was, you know, just pretty basic. You had your um, your resume outline on there or whatnot. But these days it's totally changed. And it's more so, you know, there are more networking features on there, more opportunities to share your thought leadership. So that's how I use it these days. And it's been very beneficial for me. (laughs) Yes, so many new ways to use LinkedIn. If you guys are not using LinkedIn, you might want to dust it off. I've been able to get a few opportunities on LinkedIn last year and this year, one of them because of this amazing podcast actually a digital marketing um, 
class in Wisconsin found my podcast. They did like a case study in a presentation about my podcast. And then the, the professor asked me to come and speak. So it was really, really cool. And just you never know the possibilities of any of these social media apps. So that's why the ones that I am on, I do try to make um, take the best, you know, possibilities and utilize the best resources and strategy. Um, it doesn't have to be a really robust strategy. My LinkedIn strategy is really not all that. Like, I mean, I'm sure I can do better in, in many areas and we'll talk about all of that, but, um, utilize these platforms. So I want to talk about brand storytelling because on social media, I feel like it's one of the really most important things, especially if you want to sell to people. So can we talk about why brand storytelling is so important, especially on social media? Yeah. So I always like to tell people that um, we are in this noisy social media world, right? There's so many other brands, businesses that are similar to yours. So how are you standing out, right? Uh, and the way to stand out is by using, in, you know, infusing your content with your unique core values and key stories that are um, part of your brand. So it's very important in terms of emotionally connecting with people, building authenticity and trust. And I have this quote where probably somewhere on my website where I'm saying, you know, you know, sharing facts and stats um, all the time on social media posts really doesn't do you any justice all the time. Because, you know, in reality, you know, everybody in your industry has access to those statistics, those facts. They've seen it all, you know, all the time, right? They see this stuff all the time and they're like, well, how are you different? Like the same people are telling me the same stuff. So what I like to say is, you know, if the way to grab people's attention, your potential client, your potential customer in a big way is through, you know, when necessary, a story driven post. Um, that is the, I believe, the ultimate way to bridging the gap, especially if you're what launching uh, a new service or a new product or something like that, you know, leading up to it and priming the minds of people. You want to really infuse story driven content in there to, you know, showcase some relatability, some empathy and all of that good stuff. Yes, storytelling is so important and it's definitely key in marketing. And I want to talk a little bit about copywriting because this is what you specialize in, your copywriting wizard. Um, why is it so important to have great copy for your content? I think that people miss that mark. And I was just talking on uh, Instagram the other day, like we cannot be Beyonce. Beyonce doesn't write captions or any copy on her post, but we have to have to get it together. So why is it important to have the right copy for your posts? Yes, a great question. Great copy is the bread and butter of <laughs> your social media content. Uh, because, you know, if you don't have good copy, then people are like, you know, what is the purpose? What is this? Why? Why should I care? So if your copy is strategically written, it guides people on a journey where they are, they truly understand what the message uh, is that you're conveying. It gives them clarity. Um, and at the end of the day, that's what people want. They want clarity, right? They want to a bit more understanding about what they should do next. Are you somebody or is your business a brand that they should invest in, right? So, you know, a confused mind doesn't buy. <laughs> like, 
like just um, put yourself in those people's shoes, right? If you go into a store, you pick up something and on the package, if it's confusing, then you're going to put it back on the shelf. Um, so great copy engages, it persuades, and it builds your brand awareness. So, you know, oftentimes on social media, um, people, you know, we hear about consistency a lot, consistency, be consistent. And, you know, some people it's like, okay, well, I'm going to make sure I have a social media post up here every day. But if it's just like a couple of vague sentences, it's not going to really do you any good, right? Consistency is just there's no point at all if you're going to have consistent posts going out, but you're just going to have like a couple of vague sentences to go along with it. So, you know, when I I'm worked in news for quite some time as a reporter. So when I worked in news, um, a big part of um, grabbing people's attention in terms of the copy um, was, you know, part of our stories. Like, you know, at the very beginning of the story, the sentences had to be compelling. Um, from the anchor to when the anchor talks to me, the sentences have to be compelling for people to stay tuned and keep watching and all of that good stuff. And so the same applies for copywriting on paper. Um, you want to make it interesting. You want to make it engaging because, you know, another thing to think about on social media you know, like on Instagram, you have that that first sentence, then it's cut off. People got to read. They had to click to read the rest. So you want to make sure the first sentence is engaging. So they keep on reading and they're they're interested. <laughs> yes. No, I love how you said that. And it's definitely true. Um, you have to have copy and you have to br- bring them in and draw them in and keep them there and tell stories. So that is why it's important to not only have great copy, but to have great stories as well. So I want to talk a little bit more about LinkedIn because I feel like it's such a hidden gem, but there's also so many new ways that many people may not know about how they can use LinkedIn to tell their story or to gain clients. So can you talk about maybe a few ways that businesses can use LinkedIn to tell their story and also how to to get clients and leads? Yeah, so when it comes to LinkedIn, yeah, uh, when it comes to LinkedIn, LinkedIn is certainly a hidden gem uh, these days. Some people might say, oh, LinkedIn is boring. I just don't get it or whatnot. But I promise you, if you spend some time on LinkedIn, you will definitely not think that it's boring. Uh, there is a gold mine of opportunities there. I often tell people that all the time. And so in terms of telling your story on LinkedIn, um, you know, you want to start with your your title on LinkedIn. Start with your title. You know, how does it stand out? Similar to Instagram, where you have your job title, what you do, followed by who and how you serve the, the people that you serve. Um, this is visible in LinkedIn's feed when you share content. So, you know, right beside your name, it might say, you know, you know what you do and you could put a little blurb of who you help or whatnot. That actually stands out. People see that when you post content, when you comment on other people's content, people see what you do and they're like, oh, I want to learn more about more about what they do. And so they go to your profile, right? And sticks out to them. The second way to um, share your story on LinkedIn is in the about section, of course, in your about section. So 
instead of just making it bland, throwing something up there, a few sentences, why not, you know, make it unique, turn it into a brand story where people really get to know you. And if you have a website for your business or whatnot, a good thing, you can take your um, about page, part of your about page and place it in your LinkedIn summary. You might have to tweak a few things, but it is a great start to, um, you know, sharing an engaging brand story on your LinkedIn profile. And lastly, of course, you know, sharing your thought leadership on LinkedIn uh, in different types of posts. You can pull out key experiences from your current role as a business owner and other job experiences that you've had. Um, and turn them into different posts that resonate with people, sharing your expertise, all of that. Um, share your lessons learned, challenges, and other aspects um, of your life as a business owner uh, that potential clients or customers or you know potential um, partners uh, that could invest in your business that they can relate to. So those are three ways that you can definitely tell your story on LinkedIn. Um, and in terms of growing your business on LinkedIn, you know, connecting with actual clients um, that can, you know, that can work with you. You know, I like there are a few features on LinkedIn that I like right now. And one of them is the um, LinkedIn polls feature. Um, that feature is getting a lot of um, hits right now. I think it's just like the reels that you post on Instagram. They're very popular. Um, and the reason why I like it is because, you know, it, it's you can not only ask a question um, and put the little, you know, multiple choice, give people um, options, but people actually, you know, not only do they feel compelled to answer these poll questions, they will jump in the comment box and expand on their answer, tell you why they chose the answers that they chose. Um, some of these polls generate great conversation. One of mine, I can't remember exactly what it was. I wish I could right now, but it generated quite a bit of discussion. People are going back and forth with each other, sharing their opinions and all of that. Um, it gets more eyes on your profile because obviously the algorithm is pushing it up and you know people are viewing your profile, right? Um, the next feature that I like on LinkedIn, and I talk quite a bit about this on Twitter too, because I want people to know about it, um, is the LinkedIn newsletter feature. It's relatively new. I think they rolled it out in the fall of um, last year, and they started giving people access to it. And so what it is, is just like your regular email newsletter, except it is for LinkedIn. You can invite your LinkedIn connections. Um, they have a chance to say no if they don't want to subscribe to it. They can subscribe or they can subscribe to it. And, you know, you can make it clear on when you're going to publish this newsletter. Um, people actually engage with these. And when you publish it, uh, LinkedIn gives them a notification in their email inbox. And it's quite like a neat notification, too. It's not just like a blurb. They you know, just like a regular email newsletter it pops up in their inbox and basically shows the whole newsletter. They can click on it to join the conversation, which I thought was neat. And um, for me personally, I think 
I think mine is almost at like 500 subscribers. I think I started using it probably November or something like that. And I think that it's cool because um, some of the people on there are people that I'm actually connected to on LinkedIn. Some of them are people that I am not connected to on LinkedIn because LinkedIn suggests the newsletter um, in their network um, section where, you know, suggestions are, they suggest it and people click on it. And if they like what they see, they can subscribe. So I think those are really great ways to um, not only just connecting with people on the platform, but, um, you know, getting your eyes getting people's eyes on your content that could be a potential client or customer, which is great. Like I've had clients come to me from LinkedIn because not only am I posting quality content, but from also utilizing these features that they have. And another thing, I'm not, I'm not going to forget this, you know, in terms of outside of copy, you know, live video is great on LinkedIn, just like on Instagram, live video is great. So those are things that I really think people um, should use. And I think they would like on LinkedIn. Yeah, so many gems on LinkedIn. And I have seen the the newsletter feature. And I'm like, do I want to use this? Or do I not? I guess I could repurpose some content that I already have and just use it for LinkedIn. I think that would probably be good to get more eyes on my LinkedIn profile. And sometimes I think we think, well, LinkedIn, I do think is a place where you can probably get high ticket clients because there are lots of different varieties of people on LinkedIn. Like, you know, they may have a Fortune 500 business or a lawyer, doctors. It's just a lot of different, not to say those people aren't on Instagram or these other apps, but it's just like a different atmosphere on LinkedIn. And now that they have all these new features, it just helps business owners to be able to get your business in front of more people. Like if you go live, like some people just go live on all the platforms. That's what I'm going to start doing. Like, okay, I'm going to go live on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and everywhere all at the same time because they have many tools and resources that you can do that with. So don't sleep on LinkedIn. So all of those features that Danielle said are new there you still have time to grow you still have time but don't think that you're not going to have to have a strategy for LinkedIn and it's going to be easy because you still have to have a strategy and you still have to have a plan on how you're going to approach that app so that brings me to my next question about do's and don'ts when it comes to LinkedIn like I know you may see some posts like uh that probably wasn't a good post for LinkedIn so what are some do's and don'ts when that you see that people use LinkedIn for or something that you've seen and you was just like um I don't know if that was right for LinkedIn Right. So when it comes to LinkedIn, you you definitely want to come to it with a different strategy than you would Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or something like that. Right. Um, I personally have two different, you know, a a totally different strategy or outline that I use for uh, LinkedIn versus um, Instagram. So for one thing, I don't think that you should be too... uh, I mean, obviously, as a business owner, we have to make sales, right? But LinkedIn is more so of a place to just continually share more of your thought leadership and not always saying, hey, go to this link to buy X, Y, and Z, right? I think that it's more so of really authentically uh, connecting with people. People really like to have great conversations on LinkedIn about 
whatever you do. They, you know, they want to chime in on these conversations. And uh, so you want to basically not copy and paste the same post <laughs> from Instagram to LinkedIn. And then, you know, uh, in terms of any do's that you want to do that you want to keep in mind for LinkedIn in terms of, you know, sharing your expertise and thought leadership. You know, one way you can do this is by, you know, taking a previous client or customer's uh, testimonial or case study, sharing it on LinkedIn, sharing, you know, you know, what, what it was like working with that uh, client or customer, uh, what were they struggling with when they came to you? Um, how are they thriving now since they invested in your uh, service or product? Or product? Uh, that's one way. That's one do um, for LinkedIn and any other platform. You know that you want in terms of like brand storytelling and you know really connecting with people. Um, as for don'ts. You don't want to, you know, if you're if you are infusing your content um, wherever, if it's on LinkedIn, anywhere or whatnot, and you are trying to say, okay, I want to infuse some story driven brand storytelling into my content. One thing to keep in mind is don't make it all about you. Circle it back to your potential client or customer. So you want their um, belief to shift about something. You want them to think differently about something. You want them to relate to what you're trying to say. There has to be a purpose behind this this story-driven post or any type of post that you're sharing. So don't make it all about you. And then another don't that comes to mind is don't have a... A great caption, but you have a low quality visual to go with it, like low quality photo, low quality video or audio or what have you. Uh, you want to make sure that all of this matches, goes together. Because if I see, um, I see that you have a, you know, the caption starts off right, right? The first sentence is right, but you have a photo that is, you know, just not, it's like, poorly in terms of visuals, then I'm probably going to keep on scrolling because I can only see the first sentence of the post anyway. But if I see a poor visual, I'm probably going to just keep on scrolling and I'm not even going to give you a chance to, you know, just read whatever else you have to say. But you know what I mean? You just have to make sure all of it matches together. Everything is cohesive. So always keep that in mind. Cohesive. The copy, the visuals have to match. (laughs) Yes, and I am in agreement with that because definitely everything should match because you don't want people to be confused about anything that you do on any social media network. So thank you so much for sharing that. This has been such a great episode. I think I learned so much new things, so many new things about LinkedIn that I I'm like in the back of my head, okay, I need to really, you know, check check on that. I'll I'll let you know about the newsletters and if I plan to do that. But thank you so much, Danielle. Could you let everybody know where they can find you and what you have going on in these social media streets? Yeah, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me here. And as far as like finding me on social media, uh, my Instagram handle is Kyle Media Publishing. Um, and I am on LinkedIn as Danielle Wallace. And I'm on Twitter as Danielle Wallace. And if you want to connect with me on a personal 
level one Instagram. I am uh, on there as Danielle Delaney because I use that more so of a personal platform. But I'm usually available in all those um, on all those places. And in terms of what is happening in these social media streets right now? Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty much, um, you know, you can see me on Instagram sharing behind the scenes what I'm doing um, throughout the day, most of the week. Sometimes um, I'm usually popping up on Instagram live probably once a week. And I am working on some things, some exciting things that hopefully that will help people uh, in these social media streets be able to share their story their stories more in a different capacity. So um, just follow me and stay connected and you'll find out. Yes, no, we'll definitely leave all of your information in the show notes. And yes, make sure you guys stay connected with Danielle because I'm sure that this resource is going to be something that you definitely want to check out. So thank you so much, Danielle. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.